your host, Taylor Schroll, recording on a Tuesday evening in the Red Sea Radio studios. Sam, producer Sam is here. Sam, do you know that one day in the Red Sea Radio studios, there was a sighting of the Indomitable Snowman? Were you aware of this? Indomitable? Indomitable. Indomitable. I've never heard of Indomitable Snowman. It's like a Christmas thing. You've never heard of this? Abominable snowman? Is that the word? Is this the first time that I've been right about something? Are you right? Is that how we're starting today's show? I'm I'm pretty sure. All right. Today's show is canceled. All right. Bring up the music. Fade us us out. Oh, I missed Uh, it. All right. Well, this has been Forte Catholic Radio. And Uh, this is your new host, (laughs) Sam the Producer. I hope you have a great week. I'll never be back. See ya! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that was that. I nailed that. I think that's going to be uh, indicative of today's show. Is that the correct word, indicative? I don't know what that word means. uh, uh, Indomitable. What did I I say? You said indomitable, but I think it's abominable, snowman. I think you're right. What does indomitable mean? Is that even a word? Am I making stuff up? Indomitable. Ask the Googles. Uh, I don't even know how to spell that. Oh, indomitable. Um, <laughs> is it a word? It is. Okay, well, wait, that's a good start. Wait, 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 I might be right. Indomitable is impossible to subdue or defeat. Right, but look up the in- abominable snowman. I'm going to look up indomitable snowman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Snowman, indom- indom- indomitable. Yes, that's what it's called. I've never heard that before. Okay, so look up the abominable snowman. Okay, so look, I I I, I search indomitable snowman. It comes up with the yeti, but no, never mind. It's just correcting my word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this has been a great show, everybody. <laughs> it's nice to, it was nice to be here. Good job. I tried to correct it. Uh, people have often said that back. I was a yeti because I'm very hairy, but hopefully, uh, hopefully. I'm a better Catholic than the Yeti. What do you think, Sam? I I don't know. I've never met the abominable snowman. <laughs> it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe he's very Catholic. Maybe that's why no one knows where he's at. He's like a monk in the mountains praying all the time. Did you know that uh, the Star Wars island where Luke lives in the most recent movie? Uh-huh. That was a, a Catholic monastery. That's where monks went to go live. I didn't know that. It's called Skellig Michael. It's off the coast of... Skellig? Skellig. I think it's S-K-E-L-L-I-G. And then Michael, like... uh, It's St. Michael. Right? Well, he is the bomb. He he is. uh, I don't think you can say bomb. Oh, never mind. It's not an airport. We're fine. (laughs) We're fine. We're fine. It's okay. Everything's fine. Did I ever tell you about the time that I went to the airport? And you said bomb? No. No, no, no. That's in Meet the Parents. Um... I borrowed a friend's bag for a trip that I was taking for a mission trip. Okay, this seems bad already. Yeah, 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 yeah. The lesson to this story is absolutely don't borrow things from your friends, especially if you're going through uh, very high, high security. Okay, right. I borrowed his bag. It was one of those sports bags that has seventy-eight thousand pockets, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like two on the outside, one on the out on the back. There's like like the main pocket in the middle, right, where you're going to put all your clothes in. There, apparently, there's this secret compartment. In, secret compartment. 
that's where the uh, indomitable snowman lives. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Um, the abominable snowman is indomitable. I think we can all agree on that. The uh, what does abominable mean? Do we know? I didn't look that up. Is it about? Never mind. <laughs> abominable. It's not about bombs. Abominable. Well, I was thinking Obam. Nope, nope, nope. That's what I was nope. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. I don't know what abominable means. It doesn't say. Maybe that's not a word. <clears throat> is it? Is it just in reference to the snowman? By the way, there are people that just tuned into Catholic radio and they're like, what is going on? <laughs> We're trying um, to solve the world's problems. Oh, okay. Very bad or unpleasant. A cup of abominable tea. It was an abomination. <laughs> That's what it is. I had no idea. I, I had didn't no know idea that either. the connection of ab- abomination. Okay, back to the airport. Yes. So I put all my clothes in. I have no idea there's a secret compartment. And me and my bud, the buddy that I borrowed this from was in my band in college, and we would travel around all over the place leading worship for retreats pretty much every weekend. So we were always ready for retreats. Like, you know, I, essentially I was packed all the time, but he's, uh, how do I say this, more uh, manly than I am. So he carried around a pocket knife uh, <laughs> in that pouch. Also, as a joke for retreats, he had these like little like mini smoke bombs. So you'd like throw them down like uh, mm-hmm. if you're a magician or a ninja or whatever, like you throw them down and be like, poof, disappear, right? Right, right. He left those in that bag. Didn't tell me about them. Mm-hmm. Secret compartment. I don't know what's going on. I go through security and uh, like, <clears throat> you know, you put your bag on the conveyor belt. It goes through the conveyor belt. You go mm-hmm. through the little thing that takes p- weird pictures of you, right? Right. And then I was going to, out there to stand to wait for my bag. And all of a sudden I see like 19 TSA agents like move towards like the area that I'm standing in. And I'm like, this is weird. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. I have my guitar there. You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. like, do they think my guitar is a bomb? Like I was very confused, right? <clears throat> and then this like man in charge comes out of the group of 19 TSA agents. And he says, are these yours? And he, uh, <laughs> he shows me this huge pocket knife and these smoke bombs. And I'm like, no, I've never seen those in my life before. And then he walks away, gets the bag. Is this your bag? I said, yes. He said, well, these were in here. And I was like, uh, they're not mine. They're a friend's. And I literally said, they're not mine. They're a friend's. But I know you hear that every day. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually kind of smiled. And he was like, well, here's your choices. You can go to jail or we can throw this knife and smoke bombs away. I was like, let's do that one, <laughs> right? Yeah, that sounds and like a good option. And it wasn't a big deal. I guess they uh, checked to see if I was a terrorist or not. And I am not, Sam. That's good. Yeah, I uh, I am a dirty, rotten sinner, but I'm not a terrorist. You're not an abominable terrorist. But I am indomitable on some days. <laughs> okay, Sam. <laughs> yes. Last week. Last week. That was all just to explain where we're <laughs> recording from. That was all just about Red Sea Radio Studios. We should be promoters. Promoted, more like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so uh, if you're not sure uh, because of the last, I don't know, eight minutes, <laughs> this is a Catholic radio show. Wasted. Here at uh, Forte Catholic, we're all about making Catholicism fun again. And Sam, I don't know if you recall last week when we were recording or if you even listen when we talk, but we <laughs> talked about uh, this new game that for the is a new game for the radio, but the game a game that I've been playing with you guys for a very long time called mm-hmm. Life Verse, right? Yes. So essentially, um, go listen to last week's episode. You can find it fortecatholic.com, dot com f o r e f f 
Abominable. F-O-R-T-E Catholic.com or search Forte Catholic wherever you listen to podcasts. Episode 95. It was we talked about life first. I got a life first. You got a life first. AJ got a life first. Everyone. Everybody. You get a life first. Everyone gets a life first. Okay. If and if you're on if you follow me on social media and want your own life first. Just uh, message me, uh, shoot me a tweet, shoot me a DM, something. I will give you a life first. Tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. Um, <clears throat> Sam, I also got, uh, speaking of last week's episode, I was getting, essentially somebody was live tweeting, listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And they were, the first thing that they said was still waiting to hear the car sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> because Sam left us hanging. And I was like, did I ever find just it? Just wait for it. You, you kind of, you did Okay. I met car horn. You just found a sound of a car like zooming by very, very loudly. Uh, I think it was like an engine, right? It was like. Again, we talked about this last week. You you don't have to make the sound. You literally have it at your fingertips. So anytime you want to do a sound effect, (laughs) just use that sound effect board literally three inches from your hand right now. Right. But I think it's easier. To make my own sounds. Sam, you have the easiest job on I this think, radio show. Think, I'm carrying this show. <laughs> I think and for, you just sit there. For the rest of the time, I'm only going to make sounds from my mouth. And we will take a poll as to if the crowd likes it more when the soundboard's used or when I make sound effects. Uh, I stopped listening a long time ago. Clap, so clap, I, clap, I, clap, I, clap, I started clap, thinking clap. about new people that could come be the <laughs> just, producer. I just uh, snorted. This uh, We have an announcement, everyone. Uh, episode nine. Sam's been with us for a long time and, and so many people love her. Uh, so I'm, I'm just sad to announce that this is her last episode. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I was trying to make... I wish I really <laughs> wish I had the, uh, the iPad in front of me. I'd play the applause actual sound effect. No. Okay, Sam. <laughs> life first. We were playing life first, That's and right. all of this was to set up this this segment because there's this new app that I mentioned briefly right at the end of the show called Bible Lens, mm-hmm. and it's this thing from the the same people that make the U version Bible app. It's uh, you know to make these amazing pictures. Where you take a picture of something beautiful and it has amazing technology to be able to like figure out what's in it, right? If you take a selfie or if you take like if the two of us took a selfie right now, mm-hmm. it, we'd take the picture, we'd submit it into um, Bible Lens. I almost said life first, like that was the app. Submit it into Bible Lens. It would be like, oh, oh yeah, something, something about friendship from Mark, right? Um, Makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. And so that's what it's supposed to be used for. But of course, um, I, I find different ways to use things, uh, all for making Catholicism fun again. So I started taking the most random pictures of all time and tried to trick the system, okay? Trick the system. And some of them I actually succeeded. I tricked the system. Some of them the system punked me while I was trying to trick it. Are you ready to go through these? Yes. Okay. So here's the deal. Here's the first one. I took a picture of myself doing this very, very weird face, uh, very, very weird face mm-hmm. and like grimacing. And it said, I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Psalm thirteen six. Mm. I'm like, okay, like <clears throat> it literally just read my soul. I do. I do sing. And this is very close to the verse that I use on my Forte Catholic t-shirts. Okay. Uh, then I good was job, like, Bible lens. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm trying to mess with it by doing this grimace face. And it actually gave me a pretty good verse. So I was like, oh, I know what to do. I'm going to trick the system. So I put my finger over the camera. That's right. To make it completely dark. Okay. 
And I was like, ha there's nothing even in this picture. It's not going to know. Uh, <clears throat> Sam, have you heard of uh, the book of Genesis there in the beginning? Yes. Well, it's it's all about the beginning of creation, right? Right. And it was it was very dark in the beginning. And it then, was very dark. And then in Genesis 1, 14, it says, and God said, let there be lights. <laughs> and I'm like, dang it. <laughs> it knew that it was darkness. Okay. So <clears throat> then I found this picture. By the way, I'm going to post all of these pictures on my Instagram when this when this show goes out so that you can you can play along i know i'm just gonna you can envision it right now um i'm gonna post these pictures and what i want you to do is also go into bible lens and play along with us and see if you can um find a life verse for anything random in your life okay so sam i took a picture you did i only took one though Okay, see, here's the deal. I gave you homework, and I said, Sam, both of us are going to do this all day today. Right. And you took one picture. Yes. Okay, what, what would you like to share? I took a picture of my face, and it was like when you shelf your chin. That's what I did. And I looked up to the sky. It's actually a really cute picture. Um, and I got Psalm 119. I rise before dawn and cry for help. <laughs> that part was funny. You don't rise before dawn. <laughs> well, maybe I rise before my mom, Dawn. <laughs> okay. What a caveat. Just Jeez saying. That, I'm proud of you. It's spelled D-A-W-N, just like my mom's name. Um, before dawn and cry for help, probably because I'm hungry or something. I need my mom to help me. I have put my hope in your word. See, that's both funny and encouraging. It's true. Be encouraged. Okay, like Fourth Day Catholic show. Okay, um, I took a picture of me in 2007, the Madden cover. My buddy Jacob uh, photoshopped me onto the cover of Madden. I put, the, I submitted that picture. It said First Corinthians nine twenty four. Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one gets the prize? So run in such a way as to get the prize. So I really like that. Like it fit. It's all about sports, right? Um, Correct. Then it, it started. Uh, it started messing with me a little bit. I submitted, I submitted a, a screenshot of like my whole, like all the apps on my iPhone. Sam, it said, I, I spend a lot of time on my phone, right? We all know that. Mm-hmm. The verse that it said was "Pray continually" from First Thessalonians. I'm just like, this Bible Lens app is calling me out. It wants me. To, <laughs> it's like you're right, Bible Lens app. I do need to go pray more. It knows. <laughs> I just took another picture. Oh, now you're doing your homework. Well, really, AJ took the picture. Well, AJ didn't want to talk, so, <laughs> so you take the credit. I take get it to back. Take AJ's the... not doing anything. I mean, I took the... That's a lie. Okay, so we took a picture of the disco ball that's hanging up in the studio, always shining. And the verse that came up was John 1, 5, which is, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. That's what the disco ball's doing. It's just uh, shining light everywhere. It, That's what we should be doing. Be. Exactly. We should all be more like disco balls. Sam. We should bright, giant, shine bright like a diamond. That was oh, wow. That was, that was bad. That was odd. <laughs> that was so okay, bad. we only got a few more, and I, I want to get through these. Okay, okay, so you're done talking. Go away. Okay, so Sam, I took a picture. Uh, I, I was like, I'm going to trick the Bible app now. I, I went to you. the YouVersion Bible reading app that made the Bible Lens app. I took a picture of the text of John 3.16. It suggested some random verse from Proverbs. Like, ha ha, I gotcha. And then I took a uh, a screenshot of the Bible Lens app. Uh-huh. And it said, from the book of James, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So I definitely found some fault. Okay, we've got time for one more, Sam. And this one is my absolute favorite one. I'm going to post all of them. We didn't have time to get to all of them. 
But you and I, before last week's show, went to um, to have dinner. And at dinner, I found this thing called a pineapple cider. I'm And I was talking to the guy at the pizza place where we were, and I was like, this is either going to uh, – talking about if I should buy it or not. This is either going to be the best thing I ever drink or the worst. There's no in-between. He's like, you got to try it. So I tried it, took a picture of it with Bible lens, and it gave me the verse, 1 Corinthians 6.20, you were bought at a price, therefore honor God with your bodies. I'm like, there, there the Bible lens at go, uh, goes uh, calling me out again. So there are so many of these great Bible lens pictures. Go download the app, share them with me, tag me in them, at Taylor Schroll, S-C-H-R-O-L-L. So much fun. We have got a Twitch streaming star on the show right now in just a couple minutes. Bearded Blevins. We'll be right back. Yo, I hope you are enjoying today's show. We're having so much fun making it. If you are enjoying the show, you can do something super easy. Take you 30 seconds to help me out uh, and help other people hear about the show. Uh, Head on over to iTunes, wherever you are listening to the podcast. Go give it a rating and uh, leave your review. It would be fantastic. Help more people to find the show. I would really, really appreciate it. Help me help you help someone else. Make Catholicism fun again in their life. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. Here at Forte Catholic, we are Catholic. Catholic. Hey, uh, Sam, uh, we, we have a, uh, a special sound. For Maggie saying uh, Forte Catholic. Can you play that real quick? You got that ready? This is my my daughter, my three-year-old daughter, saying... Uh, yeah, I think so. Say, I love you. I love you. I love you, Maggie. I love you. Daddy's the best. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. We'll find the other one later, but she is super cute. But here, here at Forte Catholic, which is what I meant to say, we're all about making Catholicism fun again. And, and today's first guest, uh, Jonathan Blevins, also known as Bearded Blevins, has made Catholicism fun again in a very, very specific way. I don't know how many of you are gamers. You all know that I am. I love video games, and this guy streams on Twitch. So, uh, yes, um, people older than 30, yes, people do watch other people play video games. It's an entire thing now. And Jonathan has thousands of people following him, and he is bringing his faith into it. Jonathan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Taylor? I'm doing great. So, hey, I just found you maybe a few weeks ago on on social media. We got connected. I started watching some of your streams of you playing Fortnite. Uh, so I think what we're going to have to do for a lot of people listening on Catholic Radio is clarify terms. by what is the <laughs> What is the Fortnite? What is Twitch? But before we do that, I just want to get to know you more, and I want the audience to be able to get to know you a little bit as well. So if you just described yourself in an elevator to somebody, what would you say? Oh my goodness. In an elevator. I always say the same few things. You know, my name is Jonathan Blevins. I live over at one eight. No, I'm just kidding. I don't tell my address. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm a director of catechesis and evangelization. I'm married to my beautiful wife, Jody. I have two crazy boys, a three-year-old and a two-year-old named Caleb and Zachary. Um, love working for the church. And also, 
I play video games and people watch me play them online. <laughs> and we're all jealous and we love watching. <laughs> so first of the first thing we have to address is you just admitted that you tell your life story to people on elevators. Are you insane? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's actually part of the job <laughs> is to be uh, super vulnerable in all areas, you know, including especially elevators. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody on elevators. <laughs> uh, here, first, first tough question. You talked about elevators. Do you talk to people about faith and life on planes or do you, are you a uh, headphones guy like me? Okay, so I try not to. And I, I literally say prayers in the airport, if I'm going to go speak somewhere, I'm going anywhere at all. I'm like, Lord, please not today. I'll, I'll wear long sleeves to hide my rosary bracelet. I'll, and in, in my ta- in my little tattoo, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want it. And I'll put my headphones on. And just inevitably, someone will like bump me. And they'll be like, oh, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're nice. Why is that? <laughs> like, well, no reason. And we just get into it. So I try not to. Um, but I'd say 50% of the time, we get into conversations on planes. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I've shared with the audience before that I uh, I don't like sharing the gospel in a place where I'm stuck. And when I'm in a plane, I'm absolutely stuck. I mean, somebody can Amen. get frustrated and mad at you, and you're just like, "Well, we're going on this, th- you know, three hour flight to Memphis together. This is awkward, you know." <laughs> so, yeah, and what's more awkward than like, do I put my headphones back in now? Like, <laughs> is the conversation over, or am I going to keep getting yelled at? I am through with you. Yeah, <laughs> we are done here. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I'm not good at sharing the gospel on planes. You're fifty percent better than I am. But uh, you do share the gospel on this thing called Twitch. So if, for the layman, it's, it's like you work in ministry. We have to explain transubstantiation to somebody who doesn't <laughs> understand what any of those words mean, any of the prefixes or any of the suffixes or whatever. So exactly. um, to the Catholics, they underst- on radio, they understand transubstantiation for the most part. Uh, 98%, and I did a lot of research into this, 98% of our listeners don't understand what Twitch is. Explain it to them. Sure. So if they're familiar with YouTube, which I'm hopeful that most people are, it's uh, it's like YouTube except live. And actually, YouTube has a, a version of this, too, where you can just watch someone live at all times. And so Twitch was founded, actually started off as this weird site called Justin TV. And then it uh, was bought by Twitch. And then that was bought by Amazon. And so now it is this multi-million you know, million or billion dollar industry that allows you to film yourself live, interact with a community or a chat when they can go into any of the hundreds of thousands of people that are streaming and to watch them do anything. It started as like video games only. Um, and that's primarily what it is still, but you can watch people cook and interact with them. You can watch them do their makeup and do makeup tutorials or anything like that at all and interact with kind of an online community. I tried doing the makeup tutorials on my Twitch page and it didn't go very well. <laughs> You should try beard maintenance on there. That'd be real good. But here's the deal. Um, I don't know if I'm worse at doing makeup or Fortnite. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> if we're being honest, true confessions of a Catholic radio show host. Um, so you you do the Twitch thing, and then you've already mentioned that you're in ministry. What do you do uh, for the church there? Sure. So I used to be a youth minister for about eight to ten years. I'm really bad at math, so I try not to count. Uh, but right now, I'm a director of catechesis and evangelization at a parish outside of Chicago. Um, and to borrow a phrase from the pro-life movement, I'm just basically responsible for the catechesis and evangelization from the womb to the tomb uh, at, the, at the parish. There you go. Uh, how often do you teach at tombs? How often do I teach at what? <laughs> at tombs. <laughs> All of the time. <laughs> All the time. Uh, how often are you there uh, at babies' births uh, proclaiming the gospel to them? 
as as often as I possibly can. It's really weird. I'll knock on the doors of hospitals and just be like, hey, it's never too early to hear the gospel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hashtag bad ways to evangelize. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So the good way to evangelize. I love what you're doing on Twitch. But my first question before we talk about what you're actually doing and how you're combining your love of video games with your faith uh, the first question I have, and uh, remember, you're on Catholic Radio, so you can't lie. What did you love first as a young man, God or video games? Okay, so this is great. You might not get as juicy of an answer as you want out of this, but I will be very honest. So I, I actually wouldn't even say to this day that I love video games. Um, I enjoy them a lot, and there's a few I've played throughout my life that I've really, really enjoyed. Like I got into Madden and kind of sports games as a kid. Um, got into Halo quite a bit, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 4, um, and then Fortnite right now. But really, those are like the five or six games I've ever played. Um, I've got two younger brothers, and they have played thousands of hours more than I have. Um, so I will say I probably loved video games first, like truly like enjoyed them more than I enjoyed God or praying. But uh, authentically caring and loving, I'm going to go with God. There you go. That That's a good answer. I feel like you're a great politician. You found the way to actually give me the juicy answer under the guise of it not being a juicy answer. I Perfect. really appreciate that. <laughs> so you also get asked questions. So while, while you're on Twitch, we can see the game. You're playing Fortnite. If you don't know what Fortnite is, uh, it, it's this game where everybody gets dropped in. It's very cartoonish, but it's, it's, it's a blast to play. My, me and my friends are all playing. It's the number one game in the world right now it's a free game that somehow made a billion dollars i mean it's just it's just insane right yeah it's like uh, hunger games yeah it's it's the hunger games a hundred people get dropped in you have one life if you die you're dead very 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 catholic you only get one life unless you're jesus (laughs) or lazarus um so you get dropped in and your the goal is to survive until you're the last person unless you're playing a team then you want your team to be the last last people it is absolutely addicting and a blast and that is the game that you are playing. While you're playing this game, I'm I'm barely good enough to survive. I've only won like 10 times. That's probably how many wins you get in a day. Um, and you are not only playing the game, focusing on the game, there's also a video camera on you. You're talking about the game. There's a chat that like you know people like me can can talk to you in the chat, talk to people that are helping you out. And ask questions, and you're answering tough questions about faith while playing Fortnite. It's phenomenal. How did you think of this? How did this start? Yeah, so about a year and a half ago, I started. I streamed some Madden. So my my brother is a, a famous streamer, and you know he was like, "Hey, you should try streaming. I think you're funny, and you'd be good at it." So about a year and a half ago, I plugged in and just played Madden on my like 2002 Xbox Connect. Terrible quality, terrible internet. Like it, it was a, a pretty bad stream. And I just played Madden and hung out. I didn't have like a purpose of doing the stream. So I stopped doing it because it, I was staying up too late and, and there wasn't much good coming from it. And then my brother kind of blew up um, in the in the streaming world. And he came to me again and was like, hey, dude, you should like consider streaming. And I was like, I don't want to look like I'm riding your wave uh, of, of fame and popularity. And he's like, well, you have a good message. Uh, and that's fine. People might find you because of me, but they'll stay because of your purpose for streaming. Um, and he kind of gave me the idea of using, you know, this platform of Twitch to evangelize. Um, and that's not, you know, that's not like his his forte. <laughs> oh, look at I you even, making jokes. I didn't even plan that, dude. dude didn't even plan and, that. And, and like the amount of people I have to explain the word forte to is ridiculous. And you just <laughs> you just got right into it. I, I think yes. I love you. 
This is great. This is a. Did we just become best friends? I think so. Um, but I have heard. I I I have been. You, one of the first tweets I sent. Uh, or that I read from you was all about how you lose followers and the reason people unfollow you. And it was, uh, it definitely said that we're never going to play Fortnite together. So I've given up on that. It's fine. It's all, <laughs> no, no, it's no. See, that's, well, you and I are friends. We can play Fortnite together. <laughs> okay. Just don't, <laughs> just don't, just, just, just don't stream it because I, I'll feel, I'll feel bad. <laughs> unless, you, unless you look, or maybe here's the deal. Maybe here's what we do. Maybe you stream it so you can show how good you are by carrying me to a victory. That sounds great. And we can share our entire life stories in front of the world. This would be a great thing. That'll be phenomenal. <laughs> so, I, I, so my brother is like, he, you know, he's like, do this thing. I'm, I'm thinking about it. And I was like, I'll take it to prayer. And I brought it up to my wife. And she's like, you know, I think you'd be good at this too. Um, and so Fortnite had just been becoming huge and I had just started playing it. I hadn't played video games in about a year. Um, wow. which is like the longest I've gone, you know, from the age of 14 without playing video games. But Fortnite came out and everyone's playing it. So I'm like, oh, I'll try it out. And it was so much fun. And I was like, let's do this thing. I want the stream to be, a, you know, like a place, a kind of like pre-evangelization, you know, just a good, safe, holy place. Because the internet can be a dark, awful, weird place, especially Twitch. Um, but I wanted to maybe be a little bit of a light in the, in the darkness. And so I was like, let's do this thing. Even if we're just having a joyful time and not talking a ton about Jesus or the church, that's fine. I shoot in little reminders of like, God loves you. You know, I love you. God loves you more. Let's change the world. It's kind of a thing that I say all the time now. Um, but it's been a, a really cool thing because just authentically people start asking questions. They're like, Oh, why is he talking about God? And, uh, more, more often than not, they're not trolls and they start asking really good questions and I try to answer them. So that's kind of how the whole thing started. You know how I know that you have trolls. <laughs> How's that? I almost got kicked out of your stream the first time I was in it. Just because I made a joke and the guy that was running the stream was like, I'm going to kick him out. And then you were like, no, let's let's test it out. And I was like, no, no, it's me. I'm, I'm fine. Wait, so I saved you. You did. You saved me. <laughs> you, I saved you from the band hammer, the you, almighty band you hammer. You did. And it was right. At, it was like it was in that stream that I asked you to come on the show. So I asked you to come on the show in your stream that I almost got kicked out of that you saved me from. So thank you. you have oh, that's awesome. You have something in common with Jesus. You've both saved <laughs> Perfect. Me. That's about the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's the deal. I, I've watched your stream a few times. The, the first time that I logged in, right as I was about to get kicked out, you were talking about, uh, like a guy asked you a question about discernment and discerning the priesthood. So I'm baffled, right? Like I don't really know you all that well. I'm I have spent some time on Twitch myself, and like you said, it's pretty dark. Like most streamers, I have to turn off the sound because all they're doing is cussing every other word. And you, yep. not only are you not doing that, you're talking about faith. Your stream before you go up, it says, like, remember, God loves you. And you're talking about this stuff. You're answering people's questions as you play this game. And I was just blown away by your, by your answer to this guy and... I mean, just floored that on the by the fact that it was going on Twitch. You know, not in a church, not at some youth conference, but on Twitch. This super popular thing that you said, multi-billion-dollar company that people are streaming for hours and hours and hours, and you're bringing the gospel there into a place that it rarely, rarely is. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's been it's been really unbelievable. And again, like the you came in at a good time. I really do think that's kind of the spirit. Like. I, it, maybe maybe I get eight questions one stream, two questions another, and then a hundred the next. It really is completely random. Like when one person asks a good church question, they kind of flood in. Um, so there'll be a whole stream where the only thing I'm talking about Jesus at all is my reminder of I love you, God loves you more. 
but you came in at a question about discerning the priesthood, which is the only time I've ever been asked that question on the whole stream. Really? I've been asked every question you can imagine. That was the first one, the first time I've been asked that one. Um, but it's it's crazy because I, I really do believe the gospel is contagious and that joy is contagious. And so even some of the trolls that come in at first end up sending me, like pouring their heart out on social media. Because I always tell people I'll pray for them at the end of the stream if they DM me on Twitter or Instagram. And it's unbelievable, like some of these people's stories. Uh, and that's really like been the the craziest part that I wish I could share because you can see all the stuff on, in the chat. You can hear what I say on Twitch, um, but it's the stuff that's happening behind the scenes of me praying for people and having conversations and people being vulnerable. That's the stuff that kind of surprised me. Yeah, and that and that's it's funny that you say that because we got a few minutes left, but I do want to hear like what's been the the coolest story from this essentially this ministry that you're doing on Twitch. What's been the coolest story um, of, of somebody reaching out to you or a question that you were you were asked? All right, so the, I'm going to try to explain this as short and succinct as possible. There, there's a thing you can do on Twitch where if if I have a hundred people on my channel watching me and I'm about to sign off, I can take my hundred people and send them into anyone else who's streaming's lobby. It's called a host or a raid. And so one night I wanted to, usually I host or raid people that I know, that I've vetted, that they're not swearing, those kind of things. But one night I wanted to make a difference in someone's life. So I went down all the way to the bottom of Twitch and found someone that had like one or two viewers that were watching them. And so, and then the title of their stream was like, rest in peace, my son, you know, like, like this guy lost his son. So I sent my hundred people over there and my community is very generous and very, they'll donate money and they'll, they'll say, I'm praying for you. And they'll subscribe to your channel and they'll follow and all that stuff. And his notifications, when anytime someone followed or subscribed were like super filthy, like dropping uh, curses and all kinds of things. And I was like, what have I done? I have sent a hundred people over here. Here's a Catholic streamer. And, and this like, is like, looks like some satanic stuff. And so immediately I'm like beard brigade, which is what we call my, my followers. Like, get out of here, get out of here. I'm so sorry. I didn't know who this guy was. I'm trying to make his day. And this guy like turns off the notifications, apologizes and says to everyone like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I lost my son. I'm going through a really hard time. Um, thank you for the host and the radio. This guy's super polite and nice. Nothing like what his notification was. And uh, he apologizes. And then I'm like, okay, it's all good. The next day he comes into my channel and he donates like a hundred bucks and writes an essay for everyone in my chat to read saying that he wants to start going back to church and he's going to put his faith first and stop swearing on his stream. Oh my gosh, man. Not only did you change his day, but like <laughs> oh my gosh that whole story is just crazy there's, Dude, there's, it was <laughs> wild and so i and we've been talking like ever since and uh, praying for him and his family like losing a kid i can't even imagine um and so yeah it's been it's been really cool and there's lots of stories like that none quite as dramatic um but it's pretty fun that's phenomenal like just the randomness of it you know like you didn't even plan it you know like that's that's crazy that's so awesome yeah for sure hey it's been phenomenal uh talking to you it's been phenomenal watching your stream i look forward to uh uh, you carrying me to a victory at some point soon. How can people find you? How can people watch the stream? How can they get connected to you? Sure. So it's twitch.tv uh, backslash bearded blevins. Um, and then that's actually my Twitter and my Instagram handle as well. Just bearded blevins, B as in boy, L E, V as in Victor, I N S, uh, over on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, thanks, man. God bless. And the irony of you being Bearded Blevins is that people are probably about to hear a commercial about Beard Bomb. So <laughs> thanks again for coming on. God bless. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> thanks for having me. God bless, brother. Peace. All right, guys. We uh, just thank 
Bearded Blevins, Jonathan, so much for coming on today's show. Uh, go check out his Twitch stream. It's something that uh, it's a ministry, part of the new evangelization. Nobody's doing this. It is absolutely phenomenal. Whenever we come back, we are going to be talking to my new friend, Chris Agron. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how you pronounce it with that many rolled R's. We'll be right back. Catholic for our final segment of the day. Usually you only get one guest. Today you get two. We had Bearded Blevins in the last segment. And now we've got the man with 18 rolled R's in his last name, Chris Agron, on the line. Chris, how are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing so good. Thank you for rolling that R. You're welcome. Wait, it was actually- <laughs> 15 rolled R's, actually. Oh, is it? I apologize. Uh, in your, uh, you know, on Twitter, no, it's uh, on Facebook where it pronounces your name for you. It definitely made it sound like it was 16. I apologize for the, for that. It, one of them is silent. Oh, oh, I gotcha. Like a, like a Q. Okay. So, Chris, uh, what, what are you even doing, man? Who are you? <sighs> that is the question. Wait, do you mean like between my relationship with God? No, I'm just kidding. So my name's Chris, and <laughs> uh, I uh, was in youth ministry for like nine years on and off because I joined the military, and then I did youth ministry in California. That's about as fun as it sounds, but it actually is fun because youth ministry is always fun, but also like it's California, not Texas, so I get it. That is the most but, confusing sentence ever said on this on this radio show. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to get that California is confusing and papayas are motivated. But more importantly... See, now you're bringing up stuff that we, we talked about not on the air. <laughs> you, you do understand that nobody else heard our 30-minute conversation before this, right? Well, I just made the statement, though. I wasn't like, you don't need pretext for that. It's a statement. So you're not messing with the audience. You're solely messing with me. I'm just solely... I, I'm just stating a fact. But When are you going to answer my question? <laughs> So, but I, so I just got off, uh, I just stopped working in youth ministry, actually, right after the hurricane smashed Puerto Rico. I went to Puerto Rico, and I did some uh, relief over there, and I had to quit my job to do it. And then after that, I decided that I should do Catholic media. And so I'm like creating like this podcast, and um, Instagram, pretty much pretty much memes on Instagram because that's all you can do on Instagram. But then also um, I'm making digital products and it's super dope and I love it. I just realized uh, that both of our guests today are former youth ministers. <laughs> Yo, but that's why a blaze is awesome because also you guys are making youth ministry possible in a greater way for make, a lot of people. Make youth ministry possible again. <laughs> a blaze ministries. <laughs> That's too funny. Okay, so t- so tell us about the podcast first. I heard you had a pretty awesome guest here recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's been a couple. I've been really blessed this last season. I had um, yourself. Uh, Th- that's fine. Other- that's fine. That's all you had to talk about. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You can tell the the my uh, the people that are lesser than me. Go ahead. Wait, only the ones that are lesser than you? So all of them. <laughs> so I had a couple authors on, and they're pretty cool. You know one of them, uh, Steve Picorni. The other one I had uh, was Avera Maria Santos. She's super cool. And then a couple people that have like Instagram shows, but. Um, I intentionally wanted to pick topics that are kind of taboo. So like, if you pay attention to the last couple episodes, it's like pornography, same sex attraction, like all this other, like stuff that's kind of taboo that kind of helps to be addressed. I gotcha. Yeah. I went on the show. It's called Catholic real. We had, we had a blast when we, when I went on, um, and I'm also very disappointed in you. You said you had a, bu- a bunch of Arthur's on the show and none of the people were named Arthur. I was very confused. I'm sorry. But papayas are motivated, though. If you keep talking about papayas, we're going to hang up, and I'm going to do a whole other segment without you. Uh. <laughs> okay, so you have these people. What's the point of your show, man? You do, so you, you talked about you're doing uh, controversial topics. Why did you start the show? Well, honestly, I think it's helpful. In the same way that youth ministry helps to kind of kind – of and, and we spoke about this already in that it kind of bridges the gap sometimes that can be created between like parents and their kids in regards to like sharing and, and teaching the faith. Uh, youth ministers can play a super helpful role in that because you're kind of an in-between, like building the bridge. Um, I feel that if I talk about these taboo topics on my podcast, that I can facilitate that as well to help build the bridge because then parents will better be able to address it. And just in general, like, to really get an understanding of like the Catholic perspective on like hard topics. What was the best part of me coming on the show? This, this, this show is about me. So we have to make what you say about me. Yeah. You're pretty cool, man. You're pretty cool. You're pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) You, uh, so my, you, uh, made these like little clip videos of some things that I said that were pretty funny. Uh, you shared them with me. I, I, sometimes when I, when I go on as a guest on other people's shows, I have no idea what they're going to talk about. Um, so I think I ended up talking about like flipping tables over. Like that's what Jesus would do. Um, that's it was, beautiful. It was fun. We had a fun conversation. People should go check it out. Catholic real. Um, so you, you also mentioned a few other things that you are doing digital products. I don't even know what that means. What are you doing? Uh, it's like an online course. Oh, what are you teaching? So specifically on this online course, the, the one that I'm creating right now should be coming out in two weeks. I already have a preview of it up in my website. And what it does is kind of teach which softwares are super um, helpful in, in automating and reducing like repetitive tasks so that ministries can be more effective. Um, and it's nothing crazy. I feel like most people who are in youth ministry should know this stuff. Like example, um, if you are going to make a shirt and need to fundraise for an event, you can just use Teespring. It takes two minutes and then everybody gets their shirt and you fundraise and just little hacks like that, that I feel like the generation, uh, uh, before us doesn't really, uh, know that this stuff exists because it didn't when they were running their ministries. And so like, it's really just helping them be able to like use the tools at hand. There's a couple of youth ministers here in the here in the office. When you said that, we all went, oh, we all kind of perked up a bit. Uh, it sounds quite intriguing. And uh, here's the deal. 
I know you primarily because of one thing and one thing only. Memes. Or as or as um your uh, Tia says, memes. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, they say memes, that's true. <laughs> it is quite odd. So uh you on your Instagram are always sharing these Catholic memes that I find hilarious. Um, I've wanted to unfollow you 78 times because of, of the person that you are. But your memes are so funny that it makes me just love you from the bottom of my heart. I wanted to be just as confusing as you as you were at the beginning of this episode. Does that make any sense to you? It does. That's what all my girlfriends tell me, too. How many do you have? No, they all ended up leaving me, so you'll end up leaving as well. <laughs> uh, okay. Are we breaking up on the radio right now? Is that what's happening? I don't know. Is, uh, not again. So I'm scrolling through your Instagram, and if, if people want to follow you, it's just at Chris Agron. There are not 16 R's. C-H-R-I-S-A-G-R-O-N. You have more followers than me. That makes me angry. Should we stop the interview, Sam? Because I'm angry? And Don't prideful. worry. I bought them all. You bought I them all. I paid money. Yeah. Um, uh, your followers and myself have something in common. We were all bought at a price. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> Okay, so yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through your Instagram right now, and there's a few pictures of your face, uh, which is terrifying, and a few pictures. Uh, there's all these amazing memes, and then there's, like, my face, which is terrifying, and uh, there's uh, it's just they crack me up every day. So here's what we want to do. Here's what we want to do. Uh, the Forte 5 segment is a segment that is usually – resolved for myself because you know i'm i'm me and this is my show <laughs> but um i thought only two other people had done this apparently my producer corrected me and said she did it too and with a friend so you are one of uh, a f- five people four people we're not quite sure but not many people who have done the forte five countdown and what i w- would like you to do is to count down your five best, funniest memes that you are most proud of that you want to share with the world minus the seven point something billion people that don't listen to the show. Um, what you want to share with them of your greatest creations in memes. Are you ready for this countdown, sir? I was born ready. You were born ready. Like All right. Pies. I'm going to punch you. Three... Two, one, go! Okay, coming in at number five is a picture of a nerdy dude reading a book next to Jesus. And the tag says, when you're introverted and Jesus is your only friend. Okay. Number. I can get behind that one. I can get behind that one. Number four. I think this one's your favorite, too. Number four, spiritual director. And this is the, 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 the picture is Mulan, and it says spiritual director. Mr. I'll make a saint out of you. See, it makes me laugh because I like the sticky of my spiritual director saying to, saying to me, how could I make a saint out of you? All right, number three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think, I don't know, do you watch Parks and Rec? Absolutely. Okay, so number three for me was just relatively recent. It's like how to deal with bad influences. And it's actually Ron Swanson. And he's like, just say no. It lowers their enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this this is why Chris and I are friends because he laughs at his own jokes too. All right, number two. 
Someone has to. Someone has to. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, you could pay me for that later, too. Ah, just like my followers. Just, all right. So, uh, number, uh, I don't know if you know the Cash Me Outside girl. Absolutely. We go way back. Uh, she lived two streets down from me when we were kids. Cash Me Outside? No, no, no. We spent most of our time inside. How about that? <laughs> all right, go. <laughs> all right. It's the Cash Me Outside girl. And the tag is, how are you going to get a boyfriend? All you do is work and go to church. And it's like, catch me at mass. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. The memes are funny. My favorite part is hearing you laugh at them. And I actually know number one because you have told me how much you are proud. So why don't you share with the people the number one meme you have ever created, sir? The number one meme comes from the number one most attractive priest in the world. And it's... <laughs> It's <laughs> just an odd thing to say. Yeah. Well, I think everybody knows who I'm talking about. It's actually his actual picture from his podcast, hashtag Ask Father Mike. And the, it, it says hashtag Ask Father Mike. And on the top it says, not on a date, ladies. It's pretty good. I, I think that was the one. I think you posted that one right when you became friends on Instagram. So, all right, there you go. There you have it. The Forte 5 of Chris Agron with 15 R's. 17. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've taken my blood pressure medicine yet today. You need to leave me alone. <laughs> quit, quit pushing me around. You're smaller than me. Okay, so <laughs> where, do you, where do you find your inspiration for this craziness, man? Wow. Uh, you know, meme-spiration doesn't come from the heaven. It does not. You need to look for that meme-spiration. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes again. <laughs> Said a joke and laughed at it. And I'm just like, what are you it's, talking about, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's my thing. I firmly believe this, right? Oh my just gosh, like, wait, be quiet. Like, I just figured out who you are. You are Michael Scott. You say something and you think it's amazing and like super productive and everybody watching is just like <laughs> Who's that? Michael Scott from the office? Oh yeah, I just I'm a Parks and Rec person. I don't watch the office. I don't believe in the office. Oh my gosh. I don't believe in you. All right, so uh, let's try again. Where do you find my memes your meme inspiration? It's like the same as how you make Catholicism fun again. You gotta, you gotta find your meme inspiration. You gotta make time for, to get meme inspired. But uh, I haven't been meme inspired lately, so I've been reposting. I have a thing that if they're not hilarious and make me cry, I don't post them. So this has never happened on my show before. I ask a question, it doesn't get answered. I ask a question, and the answer, I, I, how do you get inspired to do the amazing things that you do? And the answer is essentially, I don't. <laughs> Well, that's, a, I feel like that's an honest answer. It's like, it's like grace. You got to ask for it and make time for it and look for it. Like, you know how like you with, with like prayer, you have to like pray for graces and then you receive them. So it's weird. Cause it's kind of like paradoxically, you get it if you ask for it, but if you ask for it, that means you had it. So I'm basically just trying to be as confusing as possible. Dude, that we finally got to it. It's, you know, it's like milking a turnip, but we finally got the actual answer. That was beautiful. Did you just come up with that off the top of your head? 
I was just trying to be confusing, but sure. No, no, no. Here's the deal. <laughs> here's what I want you to do. For the, we only have two minutes left. I want you to try to be confusing for the next two minutes because you were just trying to be confusing and it made so much sense. But earlier when you tried to make sense, I was very confused. So maybe if deal. I maybe if I just uh, trick you, a mind hack. You talked about hacks earlier. Um, I know a few youth ministry hacks. I know a few hacks in youth ministry, and I myself am a hack. So um, let's let's just move on. <laughs> Here's the deal. We've only got one minute left, man. We've only got uh, one minute. Speaking of minutes, do you know the song by Madonna and Justin Timberlake called Four Minutes? We only got four minutes to save the world. You know that one? No, I only listen to good music. <sighs> what, what, chant? Like, I don't know. What, what do you want from me? You really what? don't know that song? It was like the... <laughs> <laughs> no, I only listen to like Gregorian chants. Yeah. That was a joke, by the way. I'm, right. I'm making Catholicism fun again. Uh, I don't uh, know. All right. We're, we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of time. All right. Uh, uh, you're funnier on the internet. How do people find you on the internet? Uh, they can talk to you. I want them specifically to listen to this episode and the next one. And then they're you'll be like my body. They're already listening to this episode. What are you talking about? To the next episode, reach out to Taylor and be like, I want to talk to Chris. You should hire him. I'm I'm going to hire you. That's that's actually absolutely going to happen. Okay, no, for real though. Where do people find you on the internet? I gotta go. Okay, iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I think Instagram's the best. At Chris Agron, I answer everyone. I literally answer everyone to a fault. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. You're an insane person, and I love you. I love me too. <laughs> All right, bye. Guys, what an interview that was. Sam, do you have anything to say about that? That was uh that was interesting. I don't I don't know if you can say anything. You just I feel you like just let it sit I, there. I feel like it was both amazing and confusing. Uh that that's the Forte Catholic show, guys. <laughs> uh we had so much fun here today. We hope that you enjoyed hanging out with us. We will be back next week. With uh, probably not two guests, but we'll have one. I've got so much to talk about. Say it! <laughs> <laughs>